R-A-B-B-E-L.com. The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group. Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, I wish summer was back. I know it. It's, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be bad if the just if the sun would come out and shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the gray skies that just make you wanna. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's also the getting dark early. That's it. Yeah, the darkness. The yeah. darkness. We just need the sunlight. So we just need the Alaskan thing, but we have to have it sunny year round somehow. We're not. We don't want much. We're not. We're not hard to please no, no, no. at all. That's like that buyer that wants, uh, you know, everything that comes possible. And oh, could you keep it under two hundred thousand? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No problem. Realistic goals. Realistic goals. All right. Well, speaking of realistic goals, uh, we've been talking over the past few months about the expectations of sellers in a market which was like so searing hot earlier this year that oh yeah um it was we use the term insane all the time and now things are returning to a more normal status which is still biased towards the seller i saw a report i can't remember what day it was that shows that our perception is all messed up on all this because what was happening in recent weeks was actually uh, record setting as far as how fast homes are selling still Exactly. I think I've said this on this show before, but I've said it to a lot of customers. Think about it as the speed limit being 55 miles an hour, okay? And all summer long, we were driving 100 or 150 miles an hour, right? So now we've slowed down and we're driving 65. We're still going over the speed limit, but it just doesn't seem that fast because we were going so fast, okay? So it was really tough when sellers started to get discouraged because our house has been on the market a week and it's not sold. And they were sincere, you know, not trying to be difficult, but just got used to watching their neighbors sell in an hour or in a day, you know, during that hot, hot, crazy, crazy market. Good news is it's still a really good market, okay? A record-breaking market. Yes. As a matter of fact, I recently, um, I printed out an article because I wanted to talk about it called Homes Continue to Sell at Record Speeds. Okay. So home buyers are still snatching up homes at a quick pace, right? Homes sold more quickly in October than in any October in recent history. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. According to Realtor.com. So, so. Yeah, it's still taking, you know, it's taking longer. As a matter of fact, a typical home across the country took 45 days on the market in October. And to some people, 45 days seems like an eternity. But I remember plenty of Octobers where it was more like 90 days or 110 days. Yeah. So it's it's a fantastic market. And truthfully, I think it's a lot easier to plan your move if it, if you have a little bit of time. Well, that's, you know, what, I, that's what's gotten me. I hear these, you know, I talk to people and they sell their homes and they go, I go, when do you close? Well, we close, you know, like in three weeks. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. Because the people want to get into the home. And I, and I remember this whole process taking months. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it's it's a very good pace. Things are still selling fast. I mean, the South is still seeing some of the fastest sales. Um, the five fastest selling metros that they compared were Miami, which was uh, 31 days faster than last year. Raleigh, North Carolina in the month of October, I'm saying. In the right. month of October, it took 30 days less than the, um, excuse me. The previous years was, th- I am, you know what I'm trying to say, I, right? I do, I got it. 30 day difference, okay? <laughs> and Jacksonville, Florida, 17 day difference, Orlando, a 17 day difference, and Tennessee, a 16 day difference. So we're not talking it's gone from selling super fast to selling months, right? We're talking 16 days or, or maybe 30 days more. Well, so. Even locally, though, I think the last yeah. Southeastern Minnesota Realtors report you had. It was still like two weeks, I think. Yeah, we were at Less. 17, I think it was 17 days, so just a little Which bit is, more. Is, Great. Yeah. It's fantastic. Too. Yeah. It is perception is reality, isn't it? People have, you know, um, they, things got put into a certain perspective in the spring and, and it's kind of skewed expectations. So um, this past Wednesday, Nick Bailey, who is the president of Remax International, came to um, Edina, Minnesota, to one of John Colopy's offices. So for people who are listening who don't really understand how the whole hierarchy of franchise works, clearly Remax is our national brand, and then you can buy a franchise. So if you have the means to do that, you can own your own Remax, and then of course you just follow the franchise rules, just like if you own a Dairy Queen or a McDonald's or a Quick Trip or whatever. Sure. So. Um, Anyway, John Colopy, our broker owner of Remax Results, is the largest franchisee in North America. So he has currently 45 offices and something like 1,400 sales executives. There's only 140, well only, 140,000 agents in Remax as a whole. And 1,400 of them are just in our company. Okay, so yeah, he's got a, he's got a good share. So he's got a little pull. So the president of Remax came to do a personal meeting with the Remax Results agents, and he was in the Edina, France office, and I was there in person. And there was a room full there, but then there were people, you know, watching it through the offices in their conference or through the TV in their conference rooms, you know, throughout the office. Where I'm going with this is he talked to us about the state of the the real estate market. Of course, he's he's considered one of the top experts in the country. You know, he's asked to speak on um, CNBC, and he goes and they quote him all the time, and he talks about what does the future look like for real estate. And I was so happy to hear him say exactly what I have been saying week after week on this show. Listen closely. There is not going to be a real estate crash, okay? Do we all get that? It's not going to happen. We're in a great position. People have a whole lot of equity in their homes. Um, There's only 2% of all mortgages in the whole country that have negative equity. That's barely any, okay? So, and those houses are probably very sellable because of the lack of inventory. So, truth be told, 
There's people that are sitting in their homes that maybe can't afford them, but they will be able to sell them, walk away with money in their pocket. Sure. So does that make sense? You know, it makes absolute sense. And the, it, I, I don't understand why people don't see the differences between what's happening today and what happened 12 years ago. Yeah, right. It's, it is completely different. It's not compared. And everybody's like, oh, you're just so you're just little Miss Susie Sunshine and you're just so positive. And I'm like, I am positive, but I'm also knowledgeable and I also have my facts and I know, you know, where we're headed. And, you know, truthfully, this is a very good, solid real estate market and it's going to stay that way and prices are going to continue to increase. And, you know, again, not as much as they have. We're not going to see the 30% increase year over year like they did in Scottsdale, Arizona last year. We're not going to see even the 12 or 13% that we saw in our market, but we're still going to see an increase. I mean, your house, you buy it today, next year it's going to be worth, I don't know, 5% more, 8% more. I don't have a crystal ball, right. but I do know it's going to increase. It's definitely not going to stay stagnant and you're not going to lose money. And the whole time you're living in it. And you're living in it. <laughs> what do I always say? It's your bank account that can be your shelter. It's the best. <laughs> All right. Well, we're talking with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. And we'll be right back on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM 9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. So, Robin, you mentioned that the top guy for Remax said, and you've used this statistic before as well, that um, there's only 2% of the homes are quote-unquote underwater. Right. So that means that what's owed on them is more than what they're worth. Right. So that 35, 35% of all homes in the U.S. have zero mortgage. Right. Okay. 63% have positive equity. So the house is worth way more than what's owed. And then there's that 2% that they couldn't probably sell it for what they owe. Okay. But they so, could sell it. Mm -hmm. But so in other words, 98% of the people who own these homes, um, they own a, at least a portion of it. And there's value to that portion. You want to know how much? Okay. Okay, just because I happen to know this stat. Uh, record high in October, okay, across the U.S. in tappable home equity, nine, are you ready for this? $9.1 trillion. That trillion dollar number again. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are sitting on their nest egg, right? Yep. So if they just sit there and they own it, um, and they live in it, and then when they do sell it because they're going to retire or they're going to downsize, it's going to be a huge amount of wealth to them, okay? Absolutely. That's part of the plan for most folks. For most folks. But guess what we're also seeing? You can imagine this. All of a sudden, there is a surge in cash-out refinance. Oh. Well, so you know, I, I can see that for if I were to have a, you know, I want to start my own small business or something like that. That might be a great place to get the capital I need to do it. Yes, especially because the the mortgage rates are still low, the yeah. interest rates, right? So even on the refis, they're still very, very low. So what we haven't seen a lot of these um, cash out refis 
lately, but now because everybody all of a sudden has built this crazy amount of equity in their home, they're thinking, oh, I could take this money and buy a vacation home, or I could take this money. I mean, that wouldn't be bad because then you're just putting the equity somewhere else. But, you know, they are taking it, and as long as they're not taking it to buy a yacht or a car or something that's going to, you know, depreciate quickly. Or something really speculative, too. Yes, or something really speculative because otherwise, if that starts happening, if people start borrowing against the equity, now there are going to be fewer houses with positive equity and we're going to get back to the okay, now these houses don't have any equity. Now, if people can't afford to make their payments and they sell them, well, that's when there could be foreclosures coming around the corner. So, I mean, this is the time. It would be nice to have a crystal ball, but doggone it, I do not have one. Haven't been able to find one. Keep your eyes open for one, Andy, okay. just in case. Yeah, we, could, we could use that. <laughs> thrift shop, I don't know, antique shop. Come across one at some you point. Know, if it ends up in the thrift shop, I might not actually trust that one because of... <laughs> didn't do very well. Unless somebody didn't know what they had. Don't you watch this antique <laughs> antique road show or whatever it is? Oh, yeah. I, I would love to be the person who happens upon the thing in the closet. Oh, I didn't know what it was worth. Um, so, so I just want to, I guess my advice would be, if you have all that equity, don't get this um, perception that it's going to continue to replenish. You know, like, okay, the last three years it's gone up 10% and then 11% and then 13%. So if I take some of it and it goes up 10% and 20%, you know, I'm going to get it back. Because, like I said, we're predicting that right. within a couple of years, maybe even by... 2023, we're going to be back at a steady 3% a year growth rate. So it would be tough to make that wealth up again. And so many people depend on that wealth in equity when it comes time to retire. So that's all. That's my advice. Even though it's probably an option to do a cash out refi, think about it and really just do that if you're going to take that money and use it for something else that's going to make you money. Or, um, you know, of course, sometimes there's emergencies you can't help it and it's a good place to get the money but I just want people to right now everybody's kind of house rich and I think that's a good way to be and I would hope that the people who are writing up these loans give you know give the speech to the person taking the loan you do understand that you're putting your home at risk when you do this well, I have a feeling that doesn't really happen because, the, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to trash talk, but if you think about it, if someone's in the business of lending money, that's how they make their money. Yeah. And so if somebody wants to come in and they meet the criteria, they're probably not going to try to talk them out of it. But I will. If you call me and ask me if you, you think go. it's a good idea, call me, okay? Well, you've always <laughs> said your home is a long-term investment and owning homes is... You know, even if you upscale to the next level of home using the equity in this home, right? Still, it's still a solid investment because exactly it's real estate at that point, right? And if you want to use that equity to buy yourself a rental property so that you can make some money, have some income, yeah. There's some times where it's going to make great sense to do it, but I just don't want people to lose their head. You don't want to see them driving a Lamborghini the next day, is what you're telling me. Well, not if it means they took the equity out of their house to get it. <laughs> if they got it some other way, then they can have it. Okay. I don't want it. <laughs> How'd you get the money for the Lambo? <laughs> <laughs> don't tell Robin. Oh, that's funny. Okay, well, that's, yeah. 
That's I just I think it's just yeah I just think it's something that you should think about you know just I mean it's just there's always when when something really good is going on like all of a sudden there's all this equity then you just have to wonder now how could this go bad and the logical answer is people could start sucking it out okay. and blowing it so, so then, yeah. yeah just know your wealth is in your in your real estate and it is the you know historically in this. United States of America it is the way to generate wealth. Absolutely, absolutely. Owning a re- owning real estate. Okay, um, correct. We already have to take another break, so we're oh, going to do that really sakes. quick. Okay, <laughs> and we'll be back with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM and ninety six nine FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM six nine FM. Are you working? Welcome back to Rochester. Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Um, Robin, are we still seeing any um, you know, multiple bid type situations going on out there? Is that still a thing? It is still a thing. And, you know, I tell you, like, um, again, I'll reference back to Nick Bailey coming to our office. He talked about how even just within REMAX offices across the country, different markets are different, right? So traditionally, fall, just because it's dark sooner, the weather's colder, our market slows down. Well, it's not slowing down at the pace it normally would. And yes, to answer your question, we still are seeing bidding wars. And they're not as often. I mean, there was a a while this summer that it's not if we'll be in a bidding war, it's how many offers will we be against, okay? I mean, that was just the way it is. But now, it's like, wait, you mean I'm your only offer? Okay, quick, get this thing presented. You know, let's not wait for another one. So we are getting in there with just one offer and getting offers accepted, but there are still offers with multiple offers. And truthfully, um, the statistics showed that in the third quarter, 66% of active home buyers say that they have spent three or more months searching for properties. So still on the tail end of those with those buyers that have been beat out and beat out and beat out, but haven't given up. So hopefully that there's, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel and between the end of the the last half of November and the month of December, they'll get that house. And if not for sure into January, but our market, I don't think is going to go radio silent at all this winter probably not even the week of christmas you know it'll probably just stay steady and stay busy because we still have so many qualified buyers out there that do want to get in their house and if they've been out there searching for homes for three months and still haven't gotten one and it's starting to get easier they're not going to give up now you know now's the time they're going to follow through and get that house so get locked in when you talk to these prospective buyers is that something you counsel them on that it may take longer than you wish to define the house you want to be in and actually yeah. purchase it. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, I'm such a firm believer that if we can take the mystery out of the process, you know, if we can do a really good job of explaining to them and helping them set their expectations, 
the whole process of buying the house is gonna go so much smoother because if they have no idea what they're getting in for in anything in life, if you don't know what you're signing up for, it's a little scary, right? But if somebody sits down and says, this is the way it's gonna work, okay? You're gonna get pre-qualified, we're gonna know exactly not only what you can afford, but what you're comfortable. Because sometimes people get qualified for a much higher amount than they're comfortable paying a payment on. So it's not just get your qualification letter, find out what that monthly payment is gonna be and how that fits your budget and your lifestyle. And then once we've honed in on that number, then we'll start the search. And then of course, if it's a number where the majority of the buyers are, I have to go through the whole spiel about, okay, you're gonna be one of many trying to buy a house in this price range right now, so we have to use some of my tactics that I have to win in multiple offers. And I have a really good track record, but you know what? I mean, everybody gets beat out in multiple offers and some some more than others, right? But everybody has lost in multiple offers in this market at least a few times because it's just, it's just the way the market was. So I think if people know, but what I also say, Andy, is don't give up because and here I go on my soapbox, but rent, my gosh, you're just like opening up the window, throwing out your money, wave it goodbye as it blows away. Um, literally, renters missed out on 51000 in equity this year. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's an incredible and, number. Yep. It says uh, in an article that I actually found, it says... Let's see, the national median rent has climbed by 16.4% according to the latest national rent report from apartmentlist.com, okay? Rents are not slowing down either as the demand remains high. And of course the demand remains high because these buyers that get beat up and beat up and beat up get out and, and rent instead. So meanwhile, these renters may be missing out on gaining equity. The average homeowner gained 51,500 in equity over the past year, according to CoreLogic. So yeah, I mean, rents are, rents are bad and some cities they're worst. And you can imagine New York City is terrible. Austin, Texas, Austin, Texas is like the hot, hot spot. Everybody wants to go to Austin, Texas. And actually, um, Nick Bailey talked about how that's the one market where the multiple offers are still rampant. Well, I'm not hip enough to live there. so I'm Me either. Me enough. either. <laughs> actually, you know, we've said this a million times. We're Rochester people. Yeah. We're Midwest people. We're Minnesota people. We'll be here till we die. Yeah. And they say it's a quiet time. We go, yeah, we like it. We like it. We like it. <laughs> Quiet's good. Boring's good. Give me boring any day. Yeah. But I actually know somebody in the Chicago market where they were renting, and it was crazy what they were paying for rent. And because of all the things that you just mentioned, um, they took the dive into buying into a condo in the downtown area. And because the rents were rising so fast, they ended up with the interest rates they had, double the amount of size for basically the same payments. Right. By purchasing. Yeah, no, no, I'm telling you, it is the way to go if you can make it happen. Now, you know, it's not all, it's not like, oh, this is a no-brainer, this is what everybody's, some people don't have the down payment, or some people don't have the credit, or some people say, ooh, you know, I don't have the money to buy the house and pay the taxes and the insurance. So, it's not like every single person who rents should be in a 
home, you know, owning a home. But I think that it should be a goal for most people who rent. I know people, well, as a matter of fact, in one of the fourplexes that we have in Wabasha, there is a renter that's been there 17 years. She's as content as can be, but I've told her, you could have owned this building. And been raking in the rent from the other units. Right, <laughs> right. And been right on site to manage. But she's content as can be. And that's her thing. Sure. You know, so, I mean, for some people, it's it's what they want. They don't want the responsibility of home ownership. They don't want the headache. They don't want whatever. They just want to live the simple life where they pay their rent. And she happens to have a nice place for a very affordable rent. But those are hard to come by. They, and, and more and more. More and more. Out. Yes, yes, absolutely. The pressure is definitely up on rents everywhere you go. It's oh, terrible. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I remember when I had the epiphany of when I was still renting, and I woke up in the middle of the night one night and said, this is crazy. We're going to buy a house. Yeah. Because I couldn't sleep. I was thinking about yeah. the money I was paying rent. See, so your time, yeah, your time came. And I think that is what happens with most renters. But then think about it, all right? So then they decided... They decided a year ago, okay, I'm done renting, I want to buy a house. And the interest rates are great, and you know we're ready to do this, we've got great credit, and then they go out and they get beat up offer after offer after offer. I saw a post on Facebook, I don't even, if I were the realtor, I honestly don't know if I would have put it, but she was so happy for her buyers. She's like, these, congratulations to these folks, they lost out on 16 homes finally and got finally one. got one. <laughs> I mean, as a realtor, I was thinking, 16, oh my goodness. But I, I totally get, and I, it was in a different market than here, so I can't speak to how sure. crazy their market is, but I can tell you, I've, I've never had a buyer that's had to go 16. I might have had a buyer that lost two, but I don't think more than that. So don't get discouraged is your message for the week. Yes, and they're, I mean... With the cold and the dark coming, it's only going to mean fewer and fewer buyers. So it's only going to increase the opportunities for those buyers that haven't yet been able to land a house because they're going to be able to go out there and, like I said, maybe get maybe be the only offer on the table. Yeah. Maybe even, brace yourself, maybe even get the house for less than asking price. All right. Well. Not a lot less. Don't get your hopes up too high. But, <laughs> but yeah, so there's there's some room now. Okay. So, how do I get a hold of you, Robin? Anytime. I'm happy to help. My cell phone number is 507-259-4926 and would love to hear from you. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Robin, and we'll chat again next week. Thank you, Andy. All right. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.